0: Hello there, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of A Game of No Halves. This is a podcast where I, Miles, chat to my dad about the crazy world of the football team that he's invented inside his own head. He sat to the left of me. Welcome, Bob. Thank you very much. (laughs) So each episode, uh, if you're not familiar with the concept of the podcast, basically, yeah, my dad's invented a football team that exists only in his head, although it now exists in podcast form because here we are. It exists. and It does exist. Um, And incredibly, uh, I I still find this baffling. And anybody that I introduce this concept to is quite amazed. Through the last, what, 20, 30 years, Mm -hmm. you have played games as North London with foam footballs. Yes, around the house. Which are behind us right now, mm. where you imagine you're North London and you yeah. play games around the house and you keep track of all the scores of the games that you've played. Yes. You then type them out and you enter yourself into the football world. Yes. I just, uh, yeah. Did that makes sense. It, uh, yeah, it does. I mean, it makes sense to me because I've, I've grown up with you as my dad and this is yeah. this is actually growing up, I thought I thought was normal for a second. Yes, <laughs> It's since been proved to me how bonkers this is, but in a brilliant way. We left you last time at the end of the 2002-2003 season, which was a very successful campaign for North London. League champions, Champions League champions. Quite an exhausting season, though, because we made the
1: final of both the domestic cups as well. yeah. So in effect we did what Liverpool did a couple of seasons ago and that's play every single available game. Every single So course, we're now yeah. going into this new season, you know, with that in mind, we've got to yeah. look after the players and make sure they're
0: okay. Absolutely. And uh, defending your crown obviously because you don't want to let up the Champions League or the league. No, that's right. So the first thing to do is to go over the ins and outs because I, well the first thing I think to do we've got a lot of ins and we've got a lot of outs in this transfer window. It's actually quite an exciting window all things okay. told. But My eye has immediately been drawn. So you can see, if you're watching this, you can see here we are. The first page you see is the squad. And I'm noticing in the upper numbers of the the squad list here, there's a few extra additions of what look to be recruits to the Youth Academy. Yes. So, we have Aster. Yes. Who I'm I'm assuming is my friend Simon Aster. Yeah. Who uh, I played with for my local village team for a few years. Yeah, left mean, footer. Left footer. He was a left back. He const- yeah, constantly refers to himself as left back in the changing rooms. Yes. Um, left back, centre back type of vibe. So he's joined the team, yep. number 36 at 17 years old. Yes. We've also got Aram, didn't you have a friend or there was Dylan a, there had was a friend? Jack Aram who went to primary school do you think yeah. it might be them i think it would be him yeah jack aram okay yeah. there's also a Toklov who definitely went to primary school with me jack toklov yes uh, who's coming to the team he's 20 years old yeah um so. although mine it's sam toklov Maybe it might be Sam Club then, his younger brother. These, yes. these are real people, by the way, that I actually did go to primary school with, but haven't spoken to you yeah. in. It's no, Sam Toke. Okay. Yeah. And there's also Naylor, which I'm assuming is Sam Naylor. Sam Naylor. Who uh is, Samuel. is one of my younger brother Dylan's best mates still. Yes, and he now works in Formula One. <laughs> <laughs> he does. He's kept in in the sport world, to be fair, in yeah. real life, which is yeah. very cool. So they've joined the Youth Academy, Bob, and they're coming through as youngsters into the first team for this year, which is very exciting. Yes. Alongside them, obviously, I am still. Number one keeper, as I will be for many years, I hope. Yes. Um, And then other players in the team who are not actually footballers in real life include my older and younger brother. That's Dylan, Jamie and Ben, who are all on the team. They're all my brothers. Uh, we've also got Booker, who's my oldest mate, Doug, Doug Booker. Doug Booker,
1: who eventually becomes the manager of the team. He
0: takes over from We're me. Looking forward into the future with that. So, yeah. so these are all players in the team that aren't actually real-life footballers, but do exist in this world. Anyway. I I made some really key signings, didn't I? Well, I was going to say, so looking into the transfer window now, Bob, players that have gone out. Yeah. Griffin has left the team for 4.5 million, and this is somebody who we touched on again last episode. This is your ex-producer's son, right? (laughs) Uh, Luis Figo has left for 14 million pounds. That's Mm. a bargain, isn't it? Bit of a bargain. I mean, I guess he must be getting on quite a bit. He's getting on, isn't he, though? Henrik Larsson has also left for 8.5 million. Yes. Zinedine Zidane has left for 11 million, Bob. You're letting some big players go this Well, this is it. Zinedine Zidane... Wanted to go to Real Madrid. Right. And also Amaruso and Flowers are both left on a free. I'm assuming they've retired. Yeah. So players in, mm-hmm. you've got Ed DeHoy from... Uh, he used to play for Manchester United, wasn't he? He was a keeper. This yes. must be your like your third choice keeper, I guess, has a bit of a rotation going on because yeah. Tim Flowers is third choice. He's left on a free. Yep. So Ed DeHoy has come in. Yes. You've also signed Luke Chadwick on loan, who... He was also at Man United for a brief period of time, wasn't he? I think
1: they just let him go. He was on a, you know, yeah, he, he's yeah. had a contract, wasn't he? And I thought, well, there's a backup.
0: He's a backup. He was a winger, wasn't he? Yes. Um, and then uh, you made three pretty big signings, it has to be said. Yes. Yap Stam has joined the defence for £7 million.
1: One of the best central defenders ever. Ma- he's 29 years old, though, so he's... he's yeah,
0: yeah, £7 yeah, million, yeah. yeah. Because
1: on that point, yeah, I'm buying players in anticipation of them... Reaching their best. About some people, people are oh, well, already at their best.
0: Yeah. In for eight million pounds is Marcelinho. So tell me about Marcelinho because well, he, he, Brazilian, Brazilian, he sounds Brazilian. Yeah.
1: Attacking midfield. Okay. Yep. Um, and he wasn't actually all the time in the first team. Or, okay. in the, or in the first eleven. Yeah. But when he did come in, he seemed to make a really big difference um, to the performance of the team in in, in particular once or twice in the season I think it was this season he got absolutely vital goals so Mm. yeah
0: well we'll see that coming up hopefully
1: and And, and Carew was this the year that I actually signed John
0: Carew well so I was going to I was going to talk through that because I think he comes in later in the season so it must be a January signing. So we'll, we'll get to him soon. Oh, okay. But the biggest summer transfer, Michael Balak joins for 31 million pounds. Yes. A big signing. A big signing. For big money in those days. Kind of plugging the midfield hole that's been left by Zinedine Zidane, I suppose. Yes. And also
1: somebody else who can score goals from distance.
0: Yeah. Also halfway through the season, you did you did sign John Crew. This is in January. So we'll come to this. You also signed Romadal for 9 million. Right. Dennis Romadal. Yeah. And you've signed a couple of players from Northampton town who... Is your local team right in real yes. life? Kind of, cobblers, yeah, because yeah. you grew up in Northampton. Didn't you? I did. So, yeah. did you ever get to any Northampton games?
1: Yes, I did. Six ah. fouls. Oh, well, they've been a yo yo team, yeah, second first, second first. And a couple of times I went to um, semi-finals mm. at Sixfields when they were trying to get into the, you know, playoff final. Yeah. So, yes. Uh, and they were kind of like a nursery team.
0: So, Asamo and Harper. Do you, yeah. do you remember who they were?
1: No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they didn't make an impact on the team? No, they didn't really. No, okay, fine. But,
1: but we did send quite a few players out on loan to Northampton Town yeah. at certain times to give them first team experience.
0: Yeah, okay, yeah, fine. Yeah. You've got a couple of summer transfer targets who I guess you must have pinpointed for the end of this season. Okay. So I guess we'll find out next episode whether you sign these players, but they are Pablo Aymar and Kaká. Oh, wow. Two big players you'd like to yeah. get in there. And, and actually when we
1: get there, but just as a as a, as a teaser really, but Kaká had a really, really huge part to play in a, in a certain
0: moment <laughs> okay. in, in the team. Yeah. We'll find out about that in future episodes. Yeah, so we move into the preseason tournament, Bob. The Pan American tournament. Ah, okay. So this is when I would have taken the team out to Nashville. Well, I guess so. So uh, you had a little uh, league table going on against Team America, yes. River Plate, yes. and Barcelona. That's right. You win all three games yes. with
1: ease. This was in Nashville.
0: Was it? it actually, took in place Nashville. It Nashville. Yes, so, it so you finish up top of the league, nine so, points. So,
1: as we discover, happens a lot with this team, it's groundbreaking. <laughs> MLS has You're not not, not, really... not patting your
0: own back or anything here go on
1: uh, <laughs> MLS hasn't really got started yet okay but we so are what, we're in 2003 promoting, yeah we're literally getting soccer underway in the states and I tell you I was going out to Nashville yeah. Just so this is is this with in your real life? You were going out to Nashville? Yeah, with the country show. Yeah, of course. Radio 2 country, country show. And yeah. so...
0: Well you mean it, you had a job outside of North London? It oh, was really. hard-fitting
1: everything in, <laughs> I must be honest. But uh, somehow I managed it. And part of the job description with the country show was <laughs> was going, <laughs> going out to Nashville. Yeah. And uh, we always stayed at the Holiday Inn in Vanderbilt. Okay. Because it was just opposite the municipal park. And my producer at the time, Dave Shannon used to go running every morning and from my hotel window i could see across to vanderbilt university playing fields area and they had this wonderful sort of mini stadium that's where their college football team would play okay but on all the sports fields which surrounded vanderbilt there was a lot of soccer being played and particularly women's soccer Mm. Which well, America's really always taken off a in the states, yeah, at that point. Support of women's football. Yes, right? it's yeah. why the, the American football team have been quite a bit ahead of us yeah. because they were developing their national team in yeah. the late 90s. Mm-hmm. And it was a. So I thought clearly there was a, an increasing demand for the idea of uh, soccer in America. So we decided to be part of a kind of inaugural Pan American summer tournament there you go it's held at the main stadium in nashville the nissan stadium
0: well it is now i guess yeah. it might not have been back yeah. then but yeah the the nfl stadium for the that's right the tennessee titans and it
1: was it was terrific it was great <laughs> preseason preparation too because of course it's so hot in nashville at that time of the year and we played an american mls team because none of the actual teams were quite strong enough to play us and not get hammered.
0: Oh right, okay. What so what's so a club America? In, oh, we, t- team America. Team America. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> okay, this is made up of all the best American players that you could yes, find. Okay, absolutely. fine. Yeah. This is a bit of a Harlem Globetrotters of the. Yes. I mean, you bashed them four 0 Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. Balak with two goals on his debut. To be yeah. Fair. So you win the, the Pan American tournament in pre-season. A good precursor. You also win the Community Shield against Arsenal four-one. A Diego Tristan hat trick.
1: See Diego Tristan. Yeah. He was yeah. just.
0: Fantastic! Uh, substituted in the 76th minute to a rapturous round of ovation to be replaced by Wes Dexter, who is finally officially back from his yes. horrible injury. Mm. Well, yeah. So, um, so starting lineup for the for the first game of the season. Then it's at home against Southampton. Mm-hmm. I'm in goal. Obviously. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you got Cannavaro, Hoffland, Stam, and Bennett across the back four. No, so I was playing Cannavaro right you back. You are playing him right point. back. Yes. And Bennett, remind us of who Bennett is? David Bennett was one of the players that um, he
1: was actually in the year below Dylan. Yeah. But he was playing for Hanny, um, or at least one of the teams that, that were these five aside or six aside. <laughs> so uh, this is this Chandler.
0: is the, the tiny village that our Imagine, primary school was in. Yes. Hanny, right?
1: But they wanted. They used to play uh, a lot of yeah. these games in Montage. Yeah. And I just like the look of his style. <laughs> and his. So I, I signed him. You yeah. snapped him up.
0: Yeah, I did. Okay. Uh, across midfield is uh, Fonseca, Balak, Cassaro and Giggs. Okay. So you're actually playing a 4-4-2 in this, which yes. is unlike you. Yeah. With uh, Tristan and Marcelino yeah. leaving the line. Okay. So 4-1 against Adamson. You then follow that with a 3-0 victory over Chelsea. Marcelino gets two goals. Tristan injured on 58 minutes though. And he's out for three to four weeks. See? Wow. Oh dear. Yeah. that's Uh, So he was actually, uh, yeah, Marcelino came on for him and scored twice. Then a 1-1 draw at Middlesbrough, a 3-2 win away at Aston Villa, leaves you in second place, 10 points from your first four games, two points off Arsenal. Now, obviously in real life, uh, 2003, 2004 is the season that Arsenal go unbeaten Ah, in the Premier League, isn't it?
1: We were at home against Middlesbrough. (laughs) And uh, um, the team performance was very, very poor. It okay, it really was. We're just and and why this was, we were staying at a holiday cottage, and the, the, there was no room. It was this tiny little room. I was it to,
0: in a away game against Middlesbrough?
1: Oh well, it was actually a home game. All oh, right. But it was being played. I don't know why. We'd obviously there was something wrong with our stage. Anyway, we we were in this tiny little place and trying to sort of kick the ball around between all the furniture and everything. It was a nightmare. It was a nightmare. Mid- Middlesbrough were, were blocking us off in every direction. Oh, dear. So I fu- right at the end of the game, I found myself with my back to the goal, <laughs> yeah, and I flicked the ball against the wall, and it came back to me. And I swiveled <coughs> and scored, and that was Marcelino in the 92nd minute to capture a draw wow. from a very, very poor performance. <laughs>
0: yeah. Right. Yeah. So in this situation, okay, yeah. so you're, you're playing this by yourself. I, I imagine we're all in bed asleep yes so you, you scored this you've scored, you scored this absolute world with, with, yeah what do you do with it what, what do you do absolutely
1: realistic. <laughs> how seriously you work us oh. all up fucking come on yeah don't really <laughs> oh th- there was a goal that i still completely completely remember
0: i um, just love because you're the well I, I, until now obviously we're, we're revealing this to the audience but up until this point you were the only person to have lived this euphoric moment yes in the world yes
1: yes <laughs> I, well, no, there, there, there was.
0: A, oh, there's a tens some, of thousands of, of. Yeah, of course. Yeah.
1: Stadium. <laughs> you remember Cristiano Ronaldo's goal against Porto? Porto, yeah, yeah. Think that goal. <laughs> okay, that's what this was. It's the best goal I've ever scored. It was it, not just goal of the season, goal, goal of the decade. Goal of the century.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to a game of no halves, and we're taking a short break. We'll be back in a minute. The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not on the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way, and that's with Babbel.
1: Did you know that learning actually makes a sound? It's true. Listen. That's the sound of you learning a new language with Babbel. Don't pay 100 private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the
0: language babble's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks
1: babble is designed by real people for real conversations
0: yeah that's right and actually this helped me a lot recently bob because i know that we've been talking about i did my shoot to real madrid recently mm-hmm. and got up to the stadium and went to pick up my media accreditation and i couldn't travel with a, a, a stool or a chair to sit on at the side of the pitch, which I often do in the UK. So I had to go up to collect my accreditation. I had to ask for a chair. And uh, thanks to Babbel and its convenient courses, I went up and confidently said, Necesito una asia, por favor, which means, I need a chair, please. And the person behind the desk was like, Ah, si, aquí, which means, oh yeah, here, Pointed And there was somebody with a whole stack of chairs, which I grabbed and took it to the side of the pitch and then shot the game sitting in the chair that I just got. So it worked very well for me.
1: That's brilliant. Thank you, Babbel. Studies from Yale, Michigan State University and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study in particular found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. Wow. That's amazing, isn't it?
0: Yeah. Uh, Babbel has sold over 16 million subscriptions, plus all of Babel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee.
1: And here's a special limited-time deal for all our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription subscription but only for our listeners at babble.com slash AGNH.
0: That's amazing. I'm actually going to do this right now. Get up to 60% off at babble.com slash AGNH. That's babble spelled B A B B E L dot com slash AGNH. Rules and restrictions may apply. Well, as you know, at North London FC, we take our nutrition very seriously. That's why we're delighted to have Factor as our official nutrition partner of the First Team Squad. Every fresh, never frozen meal is chef crafted, dietitian approved, and ready to eat in just two minutes, which is excellent for the first team squad coming off a hard training session. You can choose from a variety of weekly menu options, including popular choices like calorie smart, keto, protein plus, or vegan and veggie, and discover more than 60 add-ons every week, like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, snacks, and beverages, which helps the squad stay fueled and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and fuel up for your springtime goals. Get chef-prepared meals on the table in two minutes with factors ready-to-eat meals so you can get back to doing what you love this spring, like kicking a foam football around the house, just like Bob. (laughs) Looking for gourmet meals? Try meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus. No fuss, no mess meals. Factor meals eliminate the hassle of prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. Simply heat and savour the good stuff. Plus, Factor are celebrating Earth Day all month long. Look out for the Earth Month Eats badge on the menu for our lowest carbon footprint meals. Head to factormeals.com slash A-G-O-N-H-50 and use code A-G-O-N-H-50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code A-G-O-N-H-50 at factormeals.com slash A-G-O-N-H-50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is still active. Now back to the action.
2: It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust.
0: So four games in, you're second in the league to Arsenal. Like I mentioned in real life, this is the invincible year for them. So you're going to have to do something special Special this year to best them. So you've got three wins in the first four games, one draw. So you're two two points off the top with four games gone. However, next game of the season, fifth game of the season, you're at home to Leeds. It's a 2-1 defeat. It's the first home Premier League defeat for more than three years. (laughs) (laughs) It's the first home defeat in any competition since the loss to Deportivo in uh, Champions League March 2001. And the final final bullet point at the bottom of this, squad appears to be too thin. Oh oh dear, Bob. See how Th- Things think. are not looking quite mm. right at North yes. London suddenly. The, the only goal of the game scored by Jamie Harris, one of my older brothers, yep. in the thirty six minute. But a 2-1 defeat to Leeds at home. Followed then by a 0-0 draw to Liverpool and in... Some bad news again. Diego Tristan comes back from injury in this game, only to be taken off in the 32nd minute with another knee injury. I brought him back too soon. You, yeah, the squad clearly is too thin. You've had to rush Ru- back. Rush back, Diego Tristan. Yeah, yeah. And you've, a team have only won one of the last four Premiership games. That's, wow. Deary me. Things are not looking quite so well. However, the following game, at home to Manchester United, it's a 3-1 victory. Yap Stam returning to his former club with a goal from a corner. Where's Dexter, obviously, filling in for Tristan. has got a goal on Balak. As well. So, going into the seventh game of the season now, you're yes. in fourth. Okay. You are currently three points off top. Arsenal yep. are ahead of Chelsea, who are one point behind, but they've actually got a game in hand. So, a little bit off the pace at the start of the season, Bob. Mm-hmm. I mean, squad's looking thin, injuries. Yeah. Not quite so good. No, it's not. Well, this
1: is when character comes through, isn't it? <laughs> this is when now you have to double down. And, and yeah. I, I would be saying to the players, right, okay, we've had a slow start. Yeah, <laughs> We're fourth. We've really got to refocus now, reset, yeah. and go again.
0: So uh, next few games, uh, it's a 2 0 victory away to follow Michael Ballack with two goals in the last seven minutes. So the team character really coming through here. Yes. Then followed up with a three-one victory over Spurs. Another Yapstam uh, goal from a corner kick. And in <laughs> right in the so you're gonna have to explain this this to me because in the in the notes for this game you changed from a four-two-three-one formation to a
1: 3 2 3 2. So, what is, okay, Who's the three at the back? Starting
0: lineup, I'm in goal. You've yep. got Jamie Harris, at, uh, well, as one of the three in defense. You've got yes. Hoffland and you've got Stam. I think what you're saying basically here is you changed mid game from ah, a 4 yes. 2 3 1 to a 3 2 3 2. Yes. So, the starting lineup actually was Harris, Hoffland, Stam, and Bennett across the defense. Ramelow and Cassaro in defense midfield. Fonseca, Balak, and Giggs behind. Uh, Tristan, who looks to have come back from his injury, which is good. Yeah. Um. So you must have changed mid-game. That that must be what happened, and you managed to turn the turn the tide. So a three, two, three-two-three-two, though. Explain to me how you imagine that formation working. It, Can it's you? hard to
1: picture that it's like 3-2-2-3 you have one too many picture, gummies right? at
0: this point maybe. <laughs> I don't know you're still so just, you're still loitering in fourth it has yes. to be said you're only three points off top Arsenal is still top then Chelsea then United and then North London but yep. fourth in the table 10 games played it's not, not been the brightest so start goals. to the season how
1: many goals have I got at this point that'd
0: be 15 15 Well, Well, 15-7, so you're scoring two a game still, but not not the... Because on average, through the years, I think the
1: team has scored at a rate of about 2.79 goals per game.
0: (laughs) You just know that off the top of your head. Yes. (laughs) Okay, so next game, Blackburn at home, 3-1 win, then followed up with... Uh, a 3-3 draw actually um, against Man City at home it's another Stam goal from a corner kick he's a bit of a demon from these corners isn't he so uh, yeah so 3-3 draw with City and then it says 2-1 and 3-2 down but the second half introduction of Ben Harris saves uh, the yes. Ninety-second minute equaliser from Ben and I remember how funny yes bro so was was Ben actually with you in real life at this point as well or not what staying yeah no 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 oh right <laughs> okay <laughs> So, because <laughs> Ben Ben in this team is a what like a defensive midfield sort of general, or is he more well, of a creative no, he man? Was a Beckham
1: for quite some time. Oh, okay. Delivering so, from the so in this game, no, but not this time, he was sent.
0: Yeah, like I was gonna say, he came on for Ramelow in defensive yeah, midfield. Yeah, sixty seventh minute. That's to right. There we are, and that's how Ben Harris scored his ninety second minute equaliser. Love it, and then uh, so after that. against Charlton and a 1-0 against Portsmouth. So you're picking up a little bit of momentum here.
1: Yeah, but they're two pretty routine.
0: Yeah, I suppose so. Up to third, uh, four points off Chelsea who go on top over Arsenal. So, right, you're saying, you know, you're kicking the ball around and keeping the ball in the kitchen. Has there ever been a... a, There must have been a moment where you've misplaced something so badly that, like, you've hit something and it's broken, surely. I mean, if I was doing it like, I don't know, a bowl or a light bulb or something, there must have been times. The light on the the table in the hall. Was that the main recipient I of the wayward shots? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I did. Yeah. And if because if, <laughs> if you're hitting the ball with that pace,
0: if Eric Cantona was unleashing really, a shot yeah, from 35 yards, you, are, you know,
1: whatever you hit is going go <laughs> absolutely flying. It really is. But honestly, Miles, <laughs> when you think that I'd, I I cause very little damage,
0: no, it's true. Yeah, house. true. So that
1: has to be testament to the fact that I was mostly blue, <laughs> except for the lights on the table so what i had what i began to do obviously was that take the light off the table put it the other side of the
0: table oh, so i didn't break it some good foresight there oh, to be yeah. fair so the light
1: so there was a little bit of setting up <laughs>
0: of I put in the corner flags <laughs> out like, you're just moving yes. the light into the corner <laughs> that's right so the light on the table this was it so the the, the coffee table that you m- mostly aimed at as a goal it was sat on top of there yes i mean It's in the line of fire, really, isn't it? It is, it it is. To be fair to the light, it should have moved It should have moved, yeah. (laughs) It should have moved under its own steam. Yeah, I know, yeah. Maybe it did if you, I mean, it probably did if you smashed it in it. Did it ever ever fall (laughs) off the table? (laughs) What? Did it ever ever just like just fall off the table and smash on the floor? No, it would go
1: flying (laughs) off the table and (laughs) smash against the wall.
0: (laughs) So the next game is a big one because it's against Arsenal and it's Ah. a top top of the table clash. Right. Turns out to be a 3-3 draw. Okay. So, (laughs) What's
1: (laughs) my my, uh, summary of it? (laughs)
0: It says, tough game. Five caution, Bob. You got five yellow cards in this game. How? What were you slide tackling the kitchen chairs or
1: something? <laughs> there, there were the, the, the two things that were quite difficult to kind of. Uh,
0: know, how do you how do you quantify that in your
1: head? Penalties, yeah, and cautions, yeah. Now it wasn't quite so difficult to imagine a caution that I was getting from the other team, <laughs> because if I was going through. And like I'd imagine, into You
0: tripped over a, 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 tripped. Str- a stray shoe. Yes. Oh, that's a clear yeah. red card that. That's a, that's, <laughs> that's
1: a clear red card. Can't we do that, mate? Yeah. But, but me <laughs> tackling the
2: opposition yeah. w-
1: w- is much more difficult to imagine because I can see myself giving the ball away, but I can't see myself accept t- <laughs> Arsenal were playing very aggressively towards us. Yeah, So quite intentionally, yeah. began to start going <laughs> over the ball a little bit. you know, and Yeah, just, just l- them leaving, as leaving a someone. few in
0: on Vieira and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, okay. So five <laughs> cautions, very unusual for us to
0: yeah, get. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it says here, Casaro, Stam and Dylan Harris are the stars of the game. Dylan Harris being my younger brother. Uh, he didn't score though. Diego Tristan with two, Michael Ballack with one. So a 3-3 draw. Diego
1: Tristan is really, he's our Van destroyer. now. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah following game, you're away against Everton. It's a pretty comfortable 3-1 lead. Everton take a deserved lead through Rooney after 24 minutes. Oh, this how is, amazing. Prior to joining Man United. Oh, that's incredible, isn't how it? How about that? Yeah. So he would have been 17, 18 yeah. at this point. And then after that, though, North London go up the gears to produce world-class performance. Yeah. So there we are, Bennett, Marcelino, and back with the goals. Bennett from left back.
1: Yeah, well, this is the thing. I know, I know we touched on this in a previous episode, but... <laughs> The idea of the left-back in particular, I don't know why David Bennett rather than, say, Matt. or
0: Simon Astor. Well, to be Simon. fair to size, like, what, 18, 17 at yeah. this point? So he's probably unbroken. David Bennett,
1: I used to organise tactics where he would absolutely suddenly appear in the inside left position. Yeah. So whoever was, was alongside Diego Tristan, let's say, or the attacking midfielder, would go over to the left leaving space in so the channel. cut
0: in. and David right, Bennett yeah. to come
1: charging through. So coming in on now the Roberto a Carlos lot of goals. type vibe I mean, We've got the goal scoring charts over there, haven't yeah, we? Yeah, we have actually. And he is very high on the chart. The overall
0: scorers of all the time. The overall scorers, for North, for North scorers yeah. So let's see. Can I find him in the top? Th- Do you reckon he's in the top 39? Which should on, be. On the top page? Yeah, he should be. Oh, oh no. Well, there, no, there he is. 28th. He scored 50 goals through exactly. his career as a left back. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, I mean, for anybody who's not watching this and listening to it, the detail that you've gone into with this is, is quite mind-boggling. What, I, what I'm holding in my hand right now is the overall scorer's file from 1996 to, <laughs> to 2023. Yes. Um, and you have literally pages and pages of every single goal scorer. Yes. Who has scored... A goal for North London. Any sort of goal. Yeah north london. Yeah. Um yeah. we'll come back to that in future episodes okay. when uh, more players get revealed. Yes. So anyway, we are going off the back of the uh the 3-1 victory over Everton, 2-1 victory over Newcastle, 2-0 victory over Bolton, which gives you your sixth straight win in the Premiership, which is got you up to third. Mm-hmm. You're three points off top, but you do have a game in hand. So okay, we're so- right back in amongst it now. Yes. Which is great. Yes. And that's on the 3rd of January, so we've reached the January transfer window. Which means, obviously, as we heard earlier, you've made a couple of new additions to the team at this point yeah. because John Carew has joined from Valencia. Oh, <laughs> John Carew. Now, yeah. John, John Carew, I'm assuming, you've had the troubles with, uh, with the strikers this season with injuries and stuff, so you're probably bringing him in to bolster the attack, yes. I imagine, because you're saying the squad was a bit thin.
1: Well, again, it goes back to that thing paul macaulay diego <laughs> tristan
0: you shouldn't john, let, i told you you shouldn't let paul McCauley go i did yeah. warn you so john next door neighbor paul he must be feeling very hard done by listening to this yeah I think. so
1: john carew john carew's come in that number big number nine yeah
0: you signed uh, romadal who i'm what assuming a is funny history he's had since john carew yeah well, he, he went to villa didn't he for a yeah, bit
1: yeah, and yeah stuff but also that. he was in films wasn't he, he became a an
0: actor. oh i didn't know that yeah john carew went, went to jail as well
2: I think. what really <laughs>
0: <Yes>. <laughs> didn't know that yeah yeah oh he should have stayed at north london bob you would have straightened him out Yes. <laughs> or you were just sending him off to PSG on loan like you did with Ronaldinho so Romadal must be Dennis Romadal right yes. uh, who's come in mm-hmm. and then you've got the two Northampton boys Asamoah and Harper who have joined the team so the squad has been bolstered yeah. in January and so at the, at the start of January is where these players are coming in you're currently in third but with a game, game in, in hand, hand. So things are looking up. Yes. Um, what's What's good. hilarious? I mean, I, I, if, who knows? Whoever's listening to this, maybe you're, you're not aware of who we are outside of the North London world, but you've been a, a radio broadcaster, obviously, for many decades, Bob. Yeah. So
1: best known as a football manager.
0: Yeah, so. of course. Of course. I mean, when you're the manager of a team as successful as North London, you would be. Yes. But um, <laughs> so... It, was there ever any any musical people you came across that might cross into this world? Were there any musicians that joined the team at any point that you kn- sort of knew or had seen play?
1: Well, there, there was there was one very important because we were talking about the, the building uh, and the development of the training complex down in Portugal. Yeah, of course. And one of the reasons that, Portugal became quite a sort of important destination in my own mind is because of the connection there with Paul McCartney mm-hmm. because Paul was I have been out <laughs> doing a tour called the songs the Beatles gave away yeah with Colin Hall he's one of the great Beatle experts of the world and uh, we've been playing songs that were written by one or other of the members of the Beatles mm. but which weren't Released by them. Released by the group themselves. So Paul was the most prolific in terms of giving songs away. Mm. Um, When you go through the list of songs, there was one really, really eccentric moment where Paul was in Portugal. He was at a golf club bar. He was getting a little bit tipsy towards the end of the evening and he found himself behind the drums Mm -hmm. uh, because there was a little one of those nightclub. Groups playing, okay. Uh, well, he, just, he just
0: booted them off stage. Jazz, jazz off.
1: covers, and he. Thought, <laughs> I wonder. I wouldn't be on <laughs> uh, on stage, and they're going, "Oh my god, it's Paul it yeah, yeah. Anyway, somebody had a tape machine, yeah. And as Paul was bashing away on the drums, mm. he started singing the the name of the golf club, mm. which was Panina. <laughs> Pernina, Pernina, he's doing, really, I mean, really, you know. <laughs> but two o'clock in the morning. Sound like morning, a football charm, not And uh, say, say somebody had a tape machine, they recorded it wow. and passed it on to Sergio
0: Mendez. <laughs> <laughs> there or you go. Said,
1: no, actually, not Sergio, Carlos Mendez. I think it was Carlos Mendes, Okay. who recorded it, who adapted what Paul had done and recorded it wow. because i mean let's face it he was recording what effectively was a paul mccartney
0: so so here's what i'm thinking then
1: so so paul <laughs> paul was the, Paul was really the sort of um uh, I, I i don't know what what would you call it catalyst him? or like the, a, what, inspiration to going well well they, they, he was he was ex, he, he was blazing the trail
0: okay yeah. of, uh, of, of of portuguese clubs the, yeah so here's what i'm thinking bob yeah. obviously so north london as we are in the 0304 season. They're currently developing the training complex and hotel yes. in yes. Uh, Portugal. Yes. In the hotel, why don't we have a jazz bar called Paninas? And then as entertainment for the guests in the evening, we can get some some of your musical friends and colleagues to come, and, to come, come and play. Multifaceted is North yep. London. Yep. Uh, okay, here we go. So we're in the middle of January. New signings have come in. John yep. Carew being one. Yep. First game since New Year Royals is a draw at home. Uh, sorry, away to Southampton, nil-nil. Then a massive game against Chelsea ends in a 3-1 victory, which is huge. Diego Tristan with two. Yes. Chelsea missed three golden first half chances and you battled to earn the points apparently. But then shock result... Away at Middlesbrough, a two-one defeat, which is massive. North London only come to life after second Middlesbrough goal early in the second half. Banat gradually finds range, and, and we're talking about the woodwork. And the, was it last episode? Yeah, you hit the woodwork six times in this game. Bob. Six times. <laughs> 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 um, but you
1: see, Middlesbrough were one of those teams. Everybody has a little a, bogey, a team. bogey team. Okay, Middlesbrough were, were ours. Really? Yeah.
0: Uh, so Romadal and Crew make losing debuts. First away defeat and first in premiership, 15 games. So you're back down to third. You are now five points off the top with the game in hand. So there's no chance of... I just stand in my own hands. find your own hands. But no. we're, what, we're 21 games into the season here. Okay. So we've got a few games left to go. Yes. Aston Villa, 1-0 win. Stand from a corner again. Yeah, right. stamp from corners. He's a bit of a beast, isn't he? Following the Villa win, it's a 0-0 draw in Newcastle. Mm. It's a 1-0 win against Bolton. An own goal. <laughs> As we explored last time, and then three 0 away against Spurs, Dougie Booker with a free kick. Oh, uh-huh. things you'd love to see! And yeah. Fonseca scores his first goal since the opening day of the season. Right, so not a particularly productive campaign for him so far, but it leaves you in second place now. You've got a game in hand still, but you are now seven points back from what? Arsenal. Oh, really? who are undefeated uh, who are still undefeated yeah. and will be for the whole season obviously yeah. so yeah the gap is is opening up a bit more to the top of the table yes maybe there's something to be done about it though bob though because the the next game at home Seven-two against Wolves. <laughs> what a ridiculous result! Marcelino, Fonseca, Ben Harris. I scored a free kick. Yes. Oh my God! Is oh, yeah. this the game? Ah, oh, that would be the game. <laughs> I so I now remember this moment vividly because I actually did, in genuine real life, take this free kick. Didn't I? Yes, you I actually did. remember this moment. Yes. How about that? Yeah. I mean, what I must have been twelve or thirteen right Something now, Something like that. And you must have been playing a game yes. in the evening. and I, you came I, I, too. I was still awake come on through. You've, uh, you've got a free kick. Yes. I ask you if I can take it. And I do. And I fucking and you, belt it in the top. Yeah, corner. Really.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I made, is that, is yeah, that that was the second goal you scored. Oh, I was going to say, say also, it was that the only you goal scored I scored. A friendly, didn't you? Did I?
0: Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. Oh, wow. I scored a goal. This is, yes. this is my favorite moment of the series so far. Yeah. Bennett gigs and Dylan Harris as well. My brother, Team break free after seven months of low scoring to deliver performance of the season. Ah, yeah. Rounded off with the with the goalkeeper scoring a free kick in the yeah. 56th minute. Uh, you then win against Birmingham one nil. Romadar with his first goal for the club. Big two nil win away at Liverpool as well for your fifth straight Premiership win. And it actually says. Unfortunately here, it, this follows a 4-2 defeat by Real Madrid in the Champions League, of which you are knocked out at this stage. Right. So you're knocked out quite early in the Champions League. You're third in the league here now, North London. Two games in hand though, and you are, if I can do my maths here, eight points back from the right. top. So even if you win both games, you'll still be two off. So it's looking like the league is starting to slip away at this stage, which is a shame. So we're looking to try and turn things around uh, 2-1 win at Everton. Bennett with two from left back. Yes. So he is proven to be a goal from left back. This this whole tactic
1: of him coming into the forward line
0: from the inside left position, it's working. It's working. It's working. Uh, Follow that with a 5-0 win against Fulham. Dylan Harris with four. Four fantastic individual performance, says here. So, yeah, my younger brother, Dylan, who is playing central midfield for this game because normally he was a winger, wasn't he? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, he was. So, it's um, he's got
1: older though. Not not
0: yet in this, he he, at the start of this season. Let's have a look. No, he's 22. Ah, so well, sometimes I, I would
1: have him in the one of the two holding midfield. Yeah. Positions. yeah.
0: So he could, he could break from there. There you go. Well, it clearly worked. Mm. And then you beat Manchester United 2-1 away, which is massive. Dylan gets another goal, eighth straight premiership win. And then that follows uh, with a 2-0 victory away at Blackburn Rovers. The team go top of the premiership for the first time this season. Wow. What a turn up for the books. You are ahead on goal difference as it stands. 32 games played. Right. 78 points. Right. You've got a plus 46 goal difference. Arsenal have got plus 40. Obviously, Arsenal are still unbeaten at this stage as well. So there are closer, six it? games to go. It's neck and neck. This is massive. Next game is at home to City. A nil-nil draw. A tired draw in wet and windy conditions. <laughs> <laughs> How do you it? So I guess if we just wait. Wet and windy outside. outside yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ends your nine-match winning run. Uh, and then this is this is really disappointing. Actually, four-two loss to Charlton away. Oh, dearie me. What do I
1: say about that?
0: 2-0 slash 3-1 down. Charlton produced their best performance of the season. Dylan Harris brings score back 3-2 before Charlton scored fourth from a corner-to-end match. Bennett injured, possibly out for the rest of the season. Things have suddenly started to not look quite so good. And then you play Arsenal away and they beat North London 3-0. The defeat effectively ends the Premiership Challenge. The following game is a 2-2 draw to Portsmouth. And now, well, it's basically confirmed it's that Ar- out, Arsenal are going to be crown champions. You've played 36 games. They've played 37, but they are seven points ahead. That's so it. the Premiership title wow. charge has come to an end. Two games left of the season. You beat Everton 1-0. Another goal from Dylan, who's ended the season in very good form. Yeah, And then the final game of the season at home, a 4-0 win over Liverpool. Uh, John Carew. With two goals, his yeah. first goals for the club since joining in January. So that's not, not proved to be a great it? signing. No. Dylan scored again, and the season ends with uh, North London second place by six points to Arsenal, who end the season unbeaten. So you end Premier League season in second in terms of the overall competitions. Here we go. Then you were knocked out in the quarterfinal of the Champions League by Real Madrid. Mm. You were semi finalists in the FA Cup, yes, and knocked out in the fifth round of the Carling Cup. No medals for the first time since 1992-93. Whoa, that's a shock. But... Boom, Oh, no. So isn't this, though, after
1: the the season where I played every possible
0: game? Yeah, true. See, and look what yeah. happens.
1: It, and, uh, this is what happened to Liverpool. It
0: also shows in the, in the scores list. Your top scorer this season, only got 17, Michael Ballack. Really? Diego Tristan got 16, Marcelino with 15, Fonseca with 14. Dylan ends the season on 12. And, yeah, John Carew... Only got the two goals in the last game of the season, so clearly some bolstering up front is a needed. Tired end to where's, where's Dexter? Got five, I guess more injuries yeah. for him. Yeah. So yeah, it's um, it's a disappointing season, Bob. I can't believe it. No, no, no. silverware. No silverware of any description for the first time since 1993. Mm. I mean, sum up your so, feelings at the end of this this well, t- we, we tumultuous are, we really North really London season.
1: I have to I'm not completely surprised. Yeah. To be honest, it is a bit like the Liverpool implosion where players are just simply exhausted. <laughs>
0: I mean, you, you, you shipped off and, Figo and Zidane, a lot of important players the, the, as well some, some bolstering of the squad I feel needs to be done in, in the summer yeah. well we heard at the start of the episode didn't we that uh, Pablo Aymar and Kaká are two of the main targets for this summer transfer window so I think them coming in would be would even big.
1: more determined to land them now <laughs>
0: yes. I, I, I mean I'd say potentially you might be looking for a striker as well I do think Diego Tristan was injured for a lot of the season yes, and that meant that yeah. your goal scoring power
1: and, and uh, of course uh, Wes
0: where, Dex is getting on a bit in this isn't yeah. he? and John Carew didn't do the business when he came no. in January lots of stuff lots of food for Thoughts going into 2004
1: 2005 only 17 goals
0: yeah that's that's very un-north london isn't it yes it is i know so yeah so we've got a
1: bit of head scratching to do (laughs) to make sure that that we improve again next year
0: we do we do uh well you're gonna have to join us next time to find out how things go from here Uh, if you're not following us on socials by the way at a game of no halves uh we post pictures and content and all that sort of stuff. And uh, if you're listening on uh, on any streaming platforms and you can hear the paper that I'm shuffling around through the episode, that this is all of the written out statistics, formations, goal scorers, league tables, everything that Bob has painstakingly compiled over this last 20 or 30 years. Because
1: as I'm playing a match, all these... Th- the yeah. notes and statistics go down literally as the matches played. That's right.
0: Played, so. And uh, we'll be posting photos of all this um, in between episodes as well, so you can see how things are going. So please do give us a follow at a Game in Our Halves. Uh, if you're enjoying the podcast, please leave us a five star rating and subscribe on whichever streaming platform you're listening to. That would really help out. Um, and join us next time for the 2004-2005 season in which hopefully North London can get back to some silverware winning ways if we sign Kaka I think that's going to make a huge difference (laughs) okay thanks everybody for listening and watching we'll see you again soon Bob any parting words for the audience well let's look forward to a
1: much improved performance in our next season and Kaka I've got my sights
0: set on Kaka we'll see how we go (laughs) see you next time guys